Hello, Grateful Woman, dedicated to a life of confidence, joy, and success on your terms. Welcome to another transformational Grateful Woman Talks. I'm your Grateful Story teacher, Stephanie Bavaro, and today we are relaxed to be talking with Linus Woods Mullins as Grateful Woman Talks, seven holistic tips that de-stress the mess and maximize the joy. Hello, Linus. Hello, hello, Stephanie. Thank you so much. This is going to be fun. It is, and just so everybody know, Linus is spelled L Y N N I S, and it's a very. I like <laughs> the name, and I have the middle name Lynn spelled like that, so I like that because it's like Lynn is Linus. That's right. So let me tell them a little bit about you, and then we're going to get into this because I I think right now, um, as we, as we all um. This seems like energetically has been a stressful year for people. It'll be really great to get into these tips. So, Linus Woods Mullins is a spiritual holistic health coach and CEO founder of PraiseWorks Health and Wellness, a faith-based mind-body-spirit wellness company that specializes in educating women 40 and over about how to achieve total wellness for their mind, body, and spirit. Ooh, I like that. Not that I'm over 40. <laughs> yes, I <laughs> Linus is host and producer of a featured program on Blog Talk, The Wellness Journal Live, and two other radio shows. Her shows are heard on iHeartRadio, iTunes, and other networks. Linus is the publisher and editor-in-chief of the digital magazine Wellness Woman 40 and Beyond, Different Background, Same Journey, and co-author of the ebook De-Stress the Mess, Minimizing the Impact of Stress on Your Body and Maximizing the Joy in Your Life. Linus also produced and directed a low-impact fitness DVD. Love that. And Linus has been recognized nationally as a health advocate for women and was recently a finalist for WEGO. Do we say WGO or WEGO? It's WEGO. WEGO, National Health Advocacy Award, and received the Visionary Business of the Year Award by the National Association of Women-Owned Businesses. Over the last five years, Linus has been interviewed on countless radio shows, not nearly as fabulous as Grateful Woman Talks, just kidding, and has appeared (laughs) in print media throughout the United States. At age 57, girl, you might 57 look hot. Linus still loves to dance and is a professional praise dancer. Linus is married and has four adult daughters. I can't, for how old are these adult daughters, or do we not talk about ages? Oh, they! I still talk about age. I don't care how, how old they get. I will always tell their age, 30, 27, 26, and soon to be 23. Oh, my goodness. So 10 years ago <laughs> was fun. 15 oh, years ago was more fun. It was interesting. I used to say that basically for about 10 years I was just pregnant. I was either getting ready to get pregnant, I was pregnant, or I was overcoming pregnancy for about 10 years. It was it was fun. <laughs> well, that's it. So now we we did we did talk a little bit about you and your daughters, but tell us a little something just about you, Linus, the woman. Well, me, the woman. You know, I have a lot of different interests and a lot of different loves, but one of the things that really, really – Feed my spirit is, and we were just talking about this. I'm going to tell it before you tell it. Oh, (laughs) man. Elevator music and grocery store music. That's my secret that no one knows, knows, but now a million people know. But I like to dance in the grocery store and in the elevator. So Uh, that's your dirty shame. That's your guilty pleasure is you dance to elevator music and grocery store music. 
it's a great little workout. That's why make sure I get my workouts in during the day. If I'm sitting at the computer all day and I happen to be in an elevator or in a grocery store, I will, you know, hop to it, you know. Usually Has anybody like ever joined in? <laughs> there's been a few people who have looked at me out of the corner of their eye, but there's been others who smiled and nod. Now that iPods are in, sometimes I really like dance to my theme song, you know, like how it used to be with Ali McBeal and she had that theme song. Right. Well, now I have some, yeah, I have some theme songs that I like, like to dance to, but my favorite theme song, my favorite, favorite one, if you play it right now, I'll get up and dance. In fact, I've got, I've gotten up and danced during my radio show, and I had all my audience get up and dance, too. I couldn't see them, but I felt that they were. It's that song, Happy, by Pharrell. I love that song. <laughs> you want to sing a little for us? I can hum it. Doom, 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 doom. Do, 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 do. Boom, 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 do, 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 boom. See, we are all dancing right now. There's no way to not dance to that. Uh, so as you can tell, this is going to be a very serious and solemn talk, and anyone who wants it, yes, we're just going to have fun. So let's get into this because we got just so little time and so much juicy stuff. Okay, it's time. So everybody open up your My Notes worksheet from Linus Woods Mullins speaker page or use any other method to just jot down your ahas and questions as we get into this seven holistic tips that de-stress the mess and maximize the joy. All right, Linus, where do we start? Well, you know, I like to start at the beginning. You know, it's the very beginning, as they say. It's a very good place to start. And that's how you start your day because many times how you start your day uh, will determine how you end your day. So I believe in doing something that I call starting your day in a positive way. And that means when you first get up in the morning, uh, it's so wonderful to have a nice glass of lemon water that you can drink to jumpstart your metabolism, but also to clear the fogginess from your brain. Uh, you want to maybe spend some quiet time, uh, whatever your faith is, whether it's prayer, meditation, whatever it is that can kind of get you connected and kind of set a tone for the day. Uh, you want to do some kind of movement. Stretches, if you have time, getting up and walking, a quick brisk walk around the block or something like that. Uh, you want to take a little bit of time to do some gratitude journaling, uh, maybe as your coffee or tea or cooking or whatever, you're writing down those things that you're most thankful for. If you can just come up with three things, that's fine. Uh, and then you want to make sure you have a healthy breakfast that's going to energize you, not just for the morning, but really kind of sets your tone in terms of your energy level throughout the day. When you set your day in a positive way, it really does impact uh, the outcome and also impacts how you respond to stressful situations. And you will find when you take the time to start your day out this way, some of the things that might normally impact you and get you into that negative frame of mind or get you stressed out, angry, whatever, it doesn't impact you the same way because you have fueled your body, your mind, and your spirit, and you are armed and ready to go. Uh, out there in the world and kind of proceed in a positive, uplifted kind of a nature rather than being rushed and stressed out and running around and not having your day uh, set with an intent, to use your word, Stephanie, an intent of having a great day. Well, and, uh, you know, if we stop the talk right here and nobody did anything other than to listen to what you just said in the last minute, um, their lives would be changed. You know, even if it's a practice they do, the consistent implementation of that, I mean, there's so many of the highest level sort of thought leaders and people who it's it's where it always starts. Like you hear Tony Robbins talking about the power hour and, you know, and it is all about the 
I always say the difference between, for me, the difference between prayer and meditation is no matter what religion you are, the idea of prayer is just sort of talking to the universe or talking to a higher power, and that meditation is about listening, listening to the universe, listening to your intuition, listening to your higher power, and just stilling your mind. And um, and it is true, like, how many mornings that I've just felt too tired to do the most loving thing, rolled over, slept that extra half an hour, and felt exhausted the entire day. And almost like like you sort of were saying, like behind the eight ball, like stuff that would normally I'd be like Tesla, and all of a sudden it's it's just sort of bothering more, or I'm feeling more subliminal stress. And and it's it's one of these things where it's not sexy. Do you know what I mean? It's like, yes, it's like when yes. people are like, how did you lose weight? Well, I ate healthy and I worked out and I, you know, did yoga. Right. I was like, oh, man, I was really hoping it was just going to be this really <laughs> cool pink pill. <laughs> well, you know, it's interesting because uh, in starting your day in a positive way, these are all things that from a commonsensical point of view we probably know about, but we just don't do it because as women, and I know you have men that listen uh, to the show too, but I'm speaking in particularly to uh, the women uh, who are listening right now, uh, as women, we give away so much of ourselves because of all the different roles that we play. And we even begin to start feeling guilty about giving ourselves that extra time. It's almost like we feel like in the mornings our time belongs to everyone else, our kids, our husband, um, <laughs> the guy at the gas station, the people we manage, our boss. It belongs to everybody else but us. But I say, no, we need to change that thinking. That very beginning of the morning uh, belongs to you, and you can craft it any way that you want, just as long as it is about you and not about everyone else. That might require that you wake up a little bit earlier, but it is so worth it, and you will find that you have much more in the course of the day when you start your day this way than if you were to wake up like I, how I used to do. You want to hear how my morning used to be? I'm sure it's just like many women and men, too, who are listening to this. It was crazy. One of the things that, uh, this is not my, I'm calling a phrase, but this is not my phrase. This is from Dr. Kat Smith in Houston, Texas, who was a relationship expert, and she was on my show once, and she talked about how it's important with your significant other not to get into drive-by kissing in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> that is what my husband and I were like. We were shifts in the nights and we were drive bys in the morning. I mean, you know, because we have four kids and all of our everything went into them and there was nothing that went into us. And, you know, unfortunately, as we went down that marriage uh, train, our, I believe that my marriage, my first marriage, was irreparably harmed as a result of not taking that me time and also not taking the time to make sure that my husband, uh, you know, felt special. I mean, we both made our kids feel special. I mean, our kids were our relationship. And when they grew up, we were like, wow, what are we going to do now? I mean, <laughs> but it's so important to have that connection in the morning with yourself. Uh, and, of course, it's important to connect uh, with your children and your spouse, your significant other also. But, you know, that connection is so much more of a quality connection when you take that time in the morning to start your day in a positive way. That's brilliant. Now, what I want to do is take one step back, and I want to – now, um, you said that we get – that during the – in your book and, and – and I always like to remind people that when we've, when we've set up the Grateful Woman Talk right – they need to listen and pay attention, but let's just say that we're going to take care of them. Whatever they think they're going to miss or not catch the first time around, don't worry, we got you covered. We but got you. 
list for me just what are the seven. Oh, the seven holistic tips? Yeah. Um, the seven holistic tips that you Like no really... details, and we could cherry pick right. one or two to deep dive, but tell me, mm-hmm. list for me the seven just so that I know the A to Z of this. Sure. Start your day in a positive way. Eat for stress. Visualization. Stay present. Moving to thrive. Positive girlfriend time. And guarding your thoughts. Guarding your thoughts? Yes, guarding your thoughts. That's, uh, that sounds like a juicy one right there. Do well, we you know. The, the, all of them are, I'm already, I'm already opting in. We're already opting in and getting the bonus. I'm getting ahead of myself. <laughs> and we're getting the book. But, um, so we talked about the first one. Right. Pick me the, just pick me your next favorite one. Well, actually, probably my most favorite one is the girlfriend time because when I was, I, I have to tell you a little bit of the story here in terms of my personal story as to why this whole Be Stressed and Mess program is a passion of mine and why it's so important to me. Uh, because before I started this company, I worked for 25 years in corporate America and human resources, and I was pretty successful. And I had what was considered the American dream, you know, everything seemed to be perfect. But I found out through an epiphany that actually I had a anxiety disorder. And it was pretty serious. So serious that I took off time. And the time I spent at the respite that my company sent me to for a week where there were really interesting places, I, I, I learned two things. First of all, I wasn't crazy because uh, there were a lot of interesting people that were there. Oh, but the second thing was is that um, I really had not taken any time for me just to see, you know, I, I never checked in with myself, never did. And when I began checking in with myself by going to the therapist, I realized that I had some issues. So I took some more time off. And in that course of that time, I realized that I didn't want to do what I was doing anymore, that I wasn't happy. And one of the things that I learned is that even though I uh, spent time with my girlfriends, uh, it was more time around my girlfriends and my kids, my girlfriends and their husbands and my husbands. Uh, I had stopped spending that one-on-one girlfriend time. And they had pointed that out to me, too. But I thought that, oh, well, they're a little older than I am. They had their kids earlier than I did. So I'm like, oh, you know, you guys, because your kids are all grown and gone. And they're like, no, and if that's not it, you need to give yourself a break. And I just didn't listen. Well, when I had time to really think back and reflect during my respite time and when I was going to therapy, I realized that they were right. And I found out that there is a hormone that is secreted when you're hanging out with your girlfriends that is not secreted at any other time. And this hormone helps to manage the levels of cortisol in your system. And cortisol is that hormone that can cause so many problems. It's the one that increases when you're stressed out. And prolonged um, um, times and stress can really lead to all kinds of bad things, chronic disease, uh, obesity, uh, you know, stroke. I mean, it's not a good place to be. It's too much on your body. But one thing for sure is that that cortisol also has to do with weight gain, the thickening of our bodies. So I made it my mission to really try this out, to see if this would help with my cortisol levels, to see if I would feel better just hanging out with my girlfriends. And I made appointments with them, literally. And this is during my respite time when I was still trying to figure out, you know, what I wanted to be when I grew up since I wasn't going to go back uh, to uh, working in corporate America. And I found out that I felt so much better 
hanging out with my girlfriends. Um, it was it was a huge relief to know that something as simple as this could really help me when it came to managing my stress. So that's one of my favorite ones because I think it's something that we take for granted, our relationship with our sisters and, you know, with our girlfriends, you know, with your buddies. We kind of take that for granted. If we're really busy, we'll put it on the back burner or we'll cancel and not go. But you really need to put it on your calendar and keep it there. And not just any girlfriends. Make sure they're the ones that are positive, uplifting, encouraging, uh, ones that, you know, kind of dwell on the level of all is well and whatever isn't going to be well is going to be well. I mean, they're uplifting. Not that they're in denial, but they look at things from the glass is half full instead of the glass is half empty. You know, talk about yourselves, you know, talk about the things that are going on in your life, just like you would with any other girlfriend. But always, if you have some girlfriends that are what I call energy drainers or, uh, you know, energy zappers, they're always, you know, gossiping and negative and whining and complaining and stuff like that, you can love them and still be their friends, but maybe love them a little bit more far when you're looking for that positive girlfriend time. Many times these positive girlfriends uh, can become your dream keepers, the people that help you in terms of encouraging you about the dreams and goals that you think about secretly to yourself but don't take the, take the time to share with another. Uh, that's how the positive growth spend time can be constructed for you as well because you're getting that support, that nurturing, that caring, and you're also controlling your cortisol <laughs> to keep well, from that sickening happening. I couldn't even agree with you more. Um, this year has been um, the greatest year of loss in, in my life. Um, financially, um, there was a betrayal, a huge betrayal for my family. I, so relationships have been destroyed um, and uh, lost the love um, that I was in. Uh, like at every level, like it hit physically, emotionally, like love, family, career, like all these areas. And for a while I was just in sort of a survival mode. Mm-hmm. And I was, it was just external things. I was getting the external things done. And, and, and the one self-care thing I stuck to every single night was a bath in Epsom salts. <laughs> For some reason, that was like the one ritual that I wouldn't, you know, give up. And as I came out the other side of this and started to heal myself, one of the things I did was I took myself to London, where I used to live for six years. And I, as I landed, I literally topped up my phone and just, like you said, started ringing and just meeting. And I met literally two, three friends in a day to just mm-hmm. fill my tank, to just fill yeah. it. And I knew mm-hmm. that that is exactly that connection of these people that I love and, mm-hmm. you know, that I had – but that I had isolated, it wasn't their fault. And mm-hmm. and I want people to hear that that these drainers in our life could be people of our family of origin, and that's yeah. okay. We don't have to seek our joy or, you know, any kind of any, like that's the family that God gave us, and I wouldn't change that. But they're not who I go to to validate my business, to invest in my book, to join Grateful Woman Talks, to even support me. Um, but I have a family that I've created in my life, like you said, of people where we lift each other up, that we celebrate each other. And I think that that's just important to create that family of girlfriends, you know, and men, you know, I have some men too, that um, allow us to be completely ourselves and with, that with them we're able to just literally accept and love them. And so I just I I want to reiterate ten thousand percent that it literally has helped to heal me, just doing that one act. 
That is so profound that you said that because 2014 has been an interesting year. I'm, and I'm being kind when I say interesting. I, too, have suffered loss. My first husband, my, the father of my uh, children, died unexpectedly uh, about six months ago. And uh, he wasn't sick. He was walking and fell and hit his head and uh, did irreparable damage and was put on life support and finally had to disconnect because there was, the brain was not going to be able to keep the heart beating. Uh, and to see my daughters go through something like that, uh, I cannot, cannot tell you how painful that was. But one of the things that uh, I held on to was this. Uh, my dearest and closest friend that's been friends with for me now for 35, almost 40 years now, she was there. And she truly was what kept me together so that I could keep my daughters together. And I am so glad that out of all the relationships with women that I've had, and I've had some wonderful women in my life, that I managed to maintain one with someone that was over 40 years old where I didn't have to say anything because she already knew. And that was such a gift. And for those of you out there who have those kind of friends that you haven't connected with for a while because we kind of take those friends for granted. I know I took her for granted. There would be sometimes maybe a whole month when I would not have spoken to her. Uh, but ever since this incident happened, I make sure I talk to her every day because she was such a gift to me during that time. Uh, she was strong for me and my daughters when we couldn't be strong for ourselves. And so uh, spending that positive girlfriend time, uh, it makes it so much easier when these kinds of things happen because they just kind of know without you having to tell them what your need might be. So it's kind of a, of putting a, what I call the uh, relationship bank. I like to put a good deposit in my relationship bank when it comes to my uh, girlfriends uh, because it really does make a difference in terms of the quality of my life, and it definitely makes a difference in terms of how I let stress impact me. Mm. I love it, and I, it does to me. This is exactly what we needed to talk about today. In other words, there are seven tips, and all seven of them are important. But it was really just—I believe it was divine—that the things that we needed to focus on were number one, just starting the day out right, and number two, doing the one that, I, like you said, I believe people would think is sort of frivolous. Like you know what I mean? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, like mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. the oh yeah 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 yeah. I'll meet with my girls. That's fun. That's just when I want to have fun. It's like no, it actually is going to feed your soul. It actually is going to give you mm-hmm. the energy, perspective, love, and support that you need to do all the other things that you need to do. So I love it that we did that. Believe it or not, we're already at the time when we should go to the uh to the three questions, but I I really want you to do me a favor and yeah. I want you to pick one more and I just want you to tell me one special thing about it so that if you're like, I just don't want this ball dropped, I just want them to hear about this one last thing and give us one last nugget. Oh boy. This is so important to me. Because I look back over my life and wonder how the heck did I keep from getting into car accidents and everything else. And that is staying present. Uh, I have spent so much of my life not present. I'm either thinking about the past or I'm thinking about the future, and I'm not thinking about what's going on right then and there. Have you ever been in a car where you're traveling and the next thing you know you're at your destination and you don't know how you got there? That was definitely me when it came to raising so my scary. kids. I, uh, yeah, I lived in my SUV. I lived in my minivan. I was always dropping off, picking up ballet, piano lessons, soccer, basketball, track, whatever. They were doing it all. All four of them were cheerleaders. Enough said. 
And so I would just kind of zone out and think about what I have to do in the next thing and what, what happened yesterday and how I need to correct that, da, 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 and I was never present. I feel like I lost years of my life, so to speak, because I was not enjoying the moment. I've learned how to do that, and my life is so much richer because of it. Like right now, I'm fully engaged talking to you. Back in the day, six years ago, seven years ago, I probably would be halfway through an email. I'd probably be making some, te- uh, some notes on my pad sending some text messages, and I still would have sounded like I was there, but I would be missing out. I would be missing out on on enjoying, you know, talking to you and seeing what a great person you are and what a fantastic organization you've developed and all of that. And so when I look back, I could actually remember it. How many people out there have done stuff and people say, oh, remember such and such and such and such? You're like, oh, yeah. And you say, no, I really don't remember that. I remember going there. I remember leaving there. (laughs) But what happened in between don't really remember. And that is because we don't stay present. We don't really let ourselves be fully in the moment and just enjoying what's going on right now in this moment in time. Because right now, this little widget of moment in time will never come again. We can't repeat it. We can listen to it again to the miracles of technology, but we can't repeat the part that has to do with being present. Learning to be present keeps you from worrying about what you can't change in the past and worry about what you can't predict in the future. So why not be present? You'll be surprised how much more joy you have in your life, how much grateful you, how much more grateful you are, and how much less stress you feel. I'm telling you, it, is, it sounds so obvious, but it's something that very few of us do, and that's just really enjoying the moment, well, learning how to block out all the other crap when we're driving right now I wanted to like invent I wanted to invent like a special horn honk like boop 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 and that means just drive put down the phone quit texting quit emailing quit whatever just drive please just drive because now I mean I stay present when I drive now because you can't even trust on a nice day when you're driving on a highway that the person next to you is going to just stay in their lane I'm so staying you. present in our busy, overpacked information world is even more important. And one of the, the, the I love the, for all my grateful women, we're very practical. We're like, don't tell me to do something and don't tell me not how to do it. So real quick, ladies, um, to one little tool, that, and, 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 and then I can go back to you, Linus, if you had any other tool. But one little tool that really helps is to check your senses. If you don't feel like you're present and you just want to be present to the moment, just be like, what do I smell? What do I hear? What do I see? What do I taste? And it really helps to just bring the body back to that moment. Did you have any other any other tool to do that? Well, you know, I like the idea of connecting with nature uh, because it really just opens up my senses to everything else. And this is something else that I didn't do. I've always been an outdoors person, but I didn't notice the outdoor, if that makes any sense. I did a lot of things outdoors, but I didn't notice it. But I found when I started practicing during my walks, uh, practicing focusing on some of the things that you just take for granted, the trees, the air, the color of the sky, the birds, all that. It sounds kind of uh, maybe uh, duddy. Oh, that's a word from the 70s. That's a throwback. But anyway, uh, it's something that's necessary uh, to help you to learn again how to connect in general. And you can do it even if you're not walking. If you are in the car driving, as she said, and you're at the stop sign, noticing your surroundings, that really helps you to learn how to be more present. Now I take – this 
uh, fall, this past fall, um, I had such a fantastic experience with the trees in my yard and the house that I've lived in for 15 years. <laughs> but I really took time to notice the change, and it was just marvelous. I just loved it. And I've seen it before, but just it was different this time because I really had taught myself how to be present. So I felt like I actually got a chance to witness the actual turning of the tree. It wasn't one of those things like one day I looked up and it was, this beautiful, brilliant red, I saw it happening, and it was really glorious to do. And I believe that it's kind of like what we should do with our lives is we should really, you know, wake up in our lives and really participate in our lives and not just be bystanders within our own lives and really uh, enjoy the moments in our lives that we sometimes take for granted because they've always been there. But the reality is is that there's no guarantee that they always will be. And after 2014, with all the loss that I think so many of us have experienced, it really has brought it to bear that, you know, that's right. As we get older, our mortality and the mortality of others becomes a really uh, an issue, becomes real to us. And one way to really learn how to enjoy those people in your lives is by staying present and by practicing staying present, by noticing what's going on around you and taking joy in those things that you normally you know, take for granted. And that's a perfect so that's a, that's a perfect transition to let's talk now about grateful woman and the seven holistic tips that de stress the mess and maximize the joy. So obviously you've you've already touched upon it and we might already have it answered. I don't wanna beat a gratitude horse, but one core of grateful woman is gratitude. <laughs> grateful. So how does living from gratitude play a role in the seven holistic tips that de stress the mess and maximize the joy? Just give give us one nugget, just one little thing. Uh gratitude is key. Um, I find that when I practice gratitude, uh, what I do for myself every morning, and I've been doing this for a couple of years, and as an entrepreneur, it's what, it's what kept me uh, from not starving to death and keeping a roof over my head. Every morning when I wake up, I write the three things that I'm most grateful for every single morning. Uh, it's important for me to do that. There are some mornings when it's really a stress, stretch. There's some mornings where uh, I'm writing down something like, you know, nail polish. <laughs> I'm grateful for nail polish. I mean, you know, it was, it was a tough day the night before, and I'm still feeling the, you know, offshoots of that. But I find when I enter into gratitude, I spend a lot more time looking for things to be grateful for instead of looking for things to be upset and negative about or to be stressed out about. Uh, so that's my nugget is, you know, gratitude. I love it, right. It's just a habit. The yeah. habit of yeah. it. Yeah, and yeah. we so and grateful, G-R-E-A-T-F-U-L, because we want and deserve a life of abundance, a life that's great and full. So how does embracing abundance play a role in the seven holistic tips that de-stress the mess and maximize the joy? I think uh, abundance is all about those holistic tips because in each one of those, it's talking about getting the most out of your life and not just being a bystander or an observer of your life, but really participating in your life in an abundant way, really getting involved in what's going on with you. And I, I believe that it leads you to abundance as a result. You can't help but begin to live a life that is more joyful and more full and leads you more to abundance and prosperity and all the good that can be created in your life if you don't first uh, begin to not let the stress parts of lives and the other things, the crises and all the other stuff that happens in your life, rules your life. You, you know, you have the ability to control how you're going to react to something. So you rule how stress impacts you instead of the other way around. The stress ends up, you know, uh, taking you to a place where you miss out on so many other things. So I think that by using these tips, your life just naturally becomes more abundant. Mm. 
I love it. It's true. And and that we think that we are the victim of the things that stress us. Even in even when I was in my uh what I just refer to as the survival mode. It was like sort of like if I don't move, nothing else will hit me kind of mode. Um, <laughs> I knew in my core that that was a choice. And it was the best choice that I could do, could do in that moment. But there was never a moment where I was like, I'm the victim of all this. I knew it. It was just, again, like all we can do is, as, as individuals is do our best at any moment. So, of course, now woman. Now, I always say we have gorgeous, courageous, intelligent men who are part of Grateful Woman Talks. But for just a moment, is there anything special about these seven holistic tips that you want our grateful woman to hear and to understand? Yes, there is. You know, a lot of times everybody has a list of things and all kinds of tips and tools and techniques and things that you can do to make your life better, to help you thrive and everything else. And I want people to know that these seven things are simple things, but even if you choose just one to do, that is the first step in the right direction in terms of embarking on a journey that is really going to help you maximize the joy in your life. Just one step, whether it's, you know, drinking the water in the morning to jumpstart your morning and to jumpstart your metabolism and get that fogginess out of the way, of the way or uh, if it's, you know, making that date with the girlfriend that you, you know, been putting off for a while because you felt you were too busy. If you can do just one thing on the list, once a day or once a week. That's a start. Sometimes we have to take life in small bits. I, I know that um, way things are presented to us, that everything has to be big and grandiose and that change involves something huge. But actually, change comes at one minuscule step at a time. It took us a long time to develop whatever habits we want to change. It's going to take us a while to, you know, go back to where we want to go or to go beyond that. So be kind to yourself and be gracious to yourself and just maybe take one or two of the, of the tips and, you know, do them for the next 21 days or whatever and see how it makes a change in your life. The other steps over time will come easier because you'll be like, wow, if that helps, maybe this one will help too. And you'll find yourself, you know, being able to adapt much more quickly to making these changes and using these steps to help you make the change. So to start. Maybe just do one and see how it makes you feel. And I, I feel very strongly that it will make a difference. And my grateful community knows that I'm all about your next best step. I always say, I, I don't need to take you to the finish line. I'm just here to hold your hand to show you that the next best step that you can take it. So I absolutely support that a thousand percent. Or I tell people, just keep falling forward. <laughs> <laughs> if we're going to fall, let's just keep going. We're going to fall, get up, fall forward, get up. But that's fine. We'll get there in the end. So now, okay, everybody, it's bonus time, or as I like to call it, grateful gift giving. And Linus has a really, you know, it's just in complete support of what we've talked about today. It's a PDF and audio of the seven holistic tips to de-stress your life. And the tips cover nutrition, alternative practices, fitness, and spiritual, spiritual renewal. And the benefits after reading the PDF and listening to the audio is increased relaxation. We could use that. More focus, use that. More energy, love it. And you may even drop a few pounds over time because of the types of food and movement I suggest you do to minimize the impact of stress on your body. In addition, you'll learn more. Oh, I. The I was Linus. 
<laughs> I just read that, that Linus suggests that you do. There we go. I was speaking as if I were you just for a moment. In addition, you will learn more about the importance of living a holistic lifestyle and how it can positively impact your overall health and wellness. Now, of course, there just all you have to do is go to Linus Woods Mullins Grateful Woman Talk speaker page, and there's an Access My Bonus Link button right there. Is there anything else that you want to tell us about that fabulous bonus, Linus? Um, I'm really excited about uh, having people click on the link and getting some additional information about what we talked about today because, you know, I, I don't think about what I've written or how I've learned it, but every time I talk about it, I think, wow, I mean, I live this stuff. I actually did these things, and I know they can be helpful, so I was really excited to have the community go and click on the link and partake, enjoy. I, I look Partake. To, uh, yeah. <laughs> Yum. Yeah. All right, well, Lannis, you are just an absolute joy. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you for coming and talking to us about the seven holistic tips that de-stress the mess and maximize the joy. Thank you, Lannis. Well, thank you so much. It's been great to be able to talk with you, Stephanie, and to be able to talk to your community. And I'm just really excited about all the wonderful things that you're doing. It's really awesome. Thank you. All right, ladies and gentlemen, give it up for Linus Woods Mullins. Make sure that you go click on the Access My Bonus and get your PDF and audio seven holistic tips to de-stress your life. And remember to connect and share your ahas and questions on my favorite place, our Grateful Woman Talks. Oh, well, my favorite place is our Facebook group. You can go to our Grateful Woman Talks Facebook page, which is just facebook.com slash gwtalks. That's our hashtag. Or, and I'll make sure that, Linus, we get you added to this, the Grateful Woman Facebook group which is facebook.com slash group slash grateful woman and that's really great because we don't allow any selling of things or anything it's just all about people just sort of sharing and um saying what they're at and stuff like that so it's really a nice little escape from some of the other facebook groups out there (laughs) and also we're on twitter instagram and pinterest as at grateful woman with the hashtag gw talks So thank you for listening to this Grateful Woman Talks. I'm your Grateful Story teacher, Stephanie Bavaro. If you know a woman who's ready, ready for a life she adores, ready to put herself high on her priority list, ready for confidence, joy, and success on her terms, even if that's you, then please introduce us. Share us at GratefulWoman.com or GratefulWomanTalks.com. And remember how we spell grateful, G-R-E-A-T-F-U-L, because we deserve a life that is great and full. Until next time, I send you light and love from Grateful Woman Talks, celebrating all that we are from our bodies to the bedroom, from our babies to the boardroom.